This is John Walton, voice of the Washington Capitals, and you're listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Can, can I follow up on his moment, too? Yeah, of course, man. Go ahead. All right. I, I'm glad he mentioned it because I'm glad he mentioned that scene because I had to reference that scene because for some reason lately the internet is doing this thing where it's like, hey, let's crap all over Captain America and talk about how not great he is. What? Who? What? Who? Who? Yeah. And I need names and I need addresses because fuck those guys. <laughs> like, like it, I, I, I don't, I don't really, I, I, I don't know where this came. I don't really know where this came from. But for some reason, in all the nerd groups I'm in, and with all the nerdy people I follow, with the exception of you all on Twitter, like. I'm just seeing like this this growing sentiment for some reason where people are like, oh, yeah, let's crap all over Captain America. Everything that was special about him, you know, was given to him because because he failed as a soldier. And, uh, and because he was and because he he's uh, from this time period, he couldn't he could have gone. He could have done anything else in the world. But he decided to go back to racist at the racist ass 1940s. Uh, which means he was probably a racist himself, and no, yeah, he's he, just he's yeah. Uh, it's, it's, uh, Rambo, it's so head, it's so head get your, like get get your shoes on, bud. We're we're like, we're pulling a Jay and Silent Bob right now. We're gonna find. <laughs> <on the internet>. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so frustrating. Like so, like he he was never tired. he was never my favorite character by by any stretch, but but I I grew to I grew to like him, and I I absolutely love Cap now, and I'm like just. Like, are we that bored? Like, are are, are are people just that they've been stuck in the house that long that now it's like, hey, let's tear apart this character and just make stuff up in the process? Because that you. that scene that Steve referenced literally, literally explains why Steve was chosen. He was not chosen because mm-hmm. he failed. <laughs> no, because he was pure of heart, basically. Yeah, like, right. It wasn't it, you know, it wasn't the process. It was the man. Like, yeah. That's the whole fucking point of the story. <laughs> like, the reason that they don't use Tommy Lee Jones' pick is he's a bully. And the last thing that Erskine wants to do is give another bully power. That's... See... Okay. You know what? <laughs> it's shit like this where I'm like, gatekeeping is wrong. 100%. Right? Let's establish that. But did you watch the movie you're critiquing? <laughs> like, if you want to start talking shit, you better be well-versed. Because, <laughs> yeah. like, I've done the homework. <laughs> like, uh, I feel like this this isn't, this isn't gatekeeping. Like, what, what you're doing right now is, is you're reminding somebody that just because you want to project your feelings about America, about superheroes, about anything— does not give you the right to project it onto a character when your your statements are un, are are unfounded because Steve had no, the only you know why Steve went back to the 40s because the woman he loved he never got to see again he got to well yeah. when he did see her she was in a diminished capacity and it was the most fucking heart-wrenching thing ever and like he he was so selfless and he sacrificed and he gave and he gave and he gave and he gave. And in this one moment after completing his final mission, he was like, I'm going to go. And, and it wasn't like, I'm going to go bang Peggy Carter. It was, I'm going to dance with her. 
And you're going to take that from him because the 40s were racist? Fuck you. Like, are you serious? It's like, like, dude, it's just, it's so tired. Yes. It's, yeah. it's up there with, it's up there with the Superman is boring and Aquaman talks to fish arguments. Like, okay, you don't know what you're talking about. Like, honestly, hearing either one of those is the quickest way for me to be like, oh, great. We don't have to keep talking. <laughs> Wonderful. I, I thought that I was going to have to have a conversation with you, but clearly, you know what the fuck's going on. So we can just stop. Cool. Yeah. Captain America's it's, racist. Suck my dick. It, How about that? <laughs> it's getting to the, it's getting to the I can't fuck. I don't even know what I'm talking about. I'm <laughs> That's going uh, on a t shirt. Uh, there. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, it's just so tired, man. It it's just it so tired. It's just like, and people trying to like have these stupid hot takes. It's just weak. Go ahead, man. No, no, I mean, no, no, you're you're right, and like, I'm it. It, it gets old really quick. That, that, that's ultimately that's ultimately what it is. And it's like people, I mean, and like people do the same thing with Batman, like yep. just ascribing these this over this like. I, I don't. They they they, they just. They I can't they find make, the words. <laughs> I, I know. I know what you mean, buddy. It, it's, it's, it's dude. I, I got words for you because it's the same thing that I feel. They project themselves onto Batman, yes. and they make their personal feelings and their political beliefs become Batman's. It's 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 fucking Alan Moore. Alan Moore did that shit in The Killing Joke because Batman, again, would never have been like, "Oh, Joker, you're all right." That joke sure was funny. Hey, by the way, <laughs> thanks for crippling Jim Gordon and raping Barbara Gordon. Appreciate that, bud. Let's walk off as friends. No, again, he would have fucked him up. He would have smashed his face. <laughs> <laughs> he snapped some cuffs on him and thrown him in the back of the Batmobile and dropped his ass off at Arkham. That's like, again, Alan Moore is a nihilist. He doesn't believe anything. So therefore he projects it on a Batman. A Batman doesn't believe in anything because Alan Moore is a fucking asshole. But the problem is, is and we've talked about this so many times on GGR, is people don't have a strong enough opinion when it comes to anything else, they don't have strong enough beliefs when it comes to anything else. And like they they want to be popular. They want to get likes. They want to get hearts on Twitter. They want to get retweets. So they say shit that they know is going to be instantly inflammatory and is going to get people riled up. So they say right. shit like Captain America is a piece of shit. No, you're a piece of shit for saying Captain America is a piece of shit. OK, <laughs> if you want to turn around and you want to say, well, America has problems, so therefore Captain America does. OK, fine. But Captain America is a symbol of everything that is right in this country everything that was good and just at one point yes america's fucked up yes america's racist yes we the country itself has done so many horrible things but there's also this shining light steve rogers is the son of an immigrant that that's th this this boy with asthma who has the heart of a lion dove on a grenade that he like to protect all of those other guys because he knew it was the right thing to do and that's right. why Erskine chose him because yep. he was pure of heart and because he was willing to sacrifice for the greater good. Like, if you don't fucking get that, then, like, just shut up. Just stop. Like, just delete your Twitter. Like, or just don't talk about superheroes because you're an asshole. It's the same thing with Star Wars when they're like, uh, and Last Jedi, that's not the Luke Skywalker I know. Wow, then you didn't fucking watch any Star Wars movies, did you? It's almost <laughs> like 30 years have gone by. <laughs> it's almost like imagine he's become, that yeah right like it's almost like he's i will say I was, I was very proud of both myself and the guy i was talking to when i got a, like a guy in his 20s to cop to the fact that like no he would have changed it's been 
30 years. I was like, so, so you don't like that, huh? He's like, nah. I'm like, okay, so do you, you still feel the same way you feel now as you did when you were 12 about like, you know, movies and TV and, or just anything, political opinions? No, of course not. I was like, okay, now triple that time period. I goes, oh, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like this movie doesn't take place right after Return of the Jedi. <laughs> Literally three decades have gone by. Yeah. I mean, my only gripe with Luke Skywalker is I wanted more stories. I wanted to see Fair. all that stuff that happened between. And maybe Fair. we will. Yeah. But, and that's it. That's my only gripe because I'm a, a fucking grown ass man and I don't have time to get mad about people potentially ruining my childhood, which doesn't even make sense because you're already grown up. You can't ruin your childhood. It's already been passed. But people literally said shit like that to Hayden Christensen. Man, we've gotten way off topic. Let's get back to the MCU, right. guys. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> no, it's all good, dude, because we, we got to vent our frustrations about these things. Because I see the same stupid things. Like, it, it irritates me, too. Like, yeah. the, the people saying that, like, oh, I don't like Tony Stark because he's a scumbag. Hey, guess what? That's the fucking point. Like, yeah. he's, he's yeah. supposed to be. You're supposed to see a character arc because he changes. And that's exactly. what makes his sacrifice in the end so fucking powerful is that he went from selfish douche to a guy who was willing to sacrifice his own life to save everyone. But what the fuck do I know? I just run a website, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember which one of you guys was next. Uh, MC, was it, you want to uh, give us one of your moments? Yeah, I think it's yours. Yeah. Uh, well... Since we're, I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to say four words and you guys will automatically understand. I'm sure anyone listening will completely understand and I won't need to say anything else. Captain America elevator scene. Oh my God. Oh, How did I not think of that? Fucking winter soldier. Yeah. Elevator God. scene. Before we get started. So anyone anybody, wants to yeah. leave. Right. <laughs> Does anybody want to get out? Oh God! It's, I mean, then, hands down, it's, it's it's one of it's one of the best fight scenes in the entire MCU. I can yeah. I can watch that at any point and and get excited like I'm watching it for the first time. Dude, Dude and yeah. Then he, fuck it, the stomp when he grabs the shield. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! That's, Ladies and that's gentlemen, a quality choice, sir. That that noise that you just heard there—that is what we like to call the nerd boner. Oh my god! There's a sudden rush of blood from my head. Um, your head. Yeah. <laughs> brain to brain transfer. Um, <laughs> I like that as soon as Steve leaves, this shit just devolves into it's all falling apart completely. Oh man. That's yeah, and Winter Soldier. I think everybody has at least mentioned it at one point or another so far, except except for me. Um, but that there's something about again, we're going back to the Captain America character. It, so much gut wrenching pain, you know. This guy lost everything, you know. He he lost his best friend. He watched his best friend, quote unquote, die. Um, he never got to see his love again and he wakes up 70 years later. So everybody that he pretty much knew is dead. And mm -hmm. you find out that his best friend is alive and he has to fight him because his best friend doesn't remember because he's been brainwashed. And like, just imagine how, 
how awful that is. And like, and again, too, like I, I've heard so many, and I wouldn't say these are hot takes because I think they have good points when they're talking about civil war and they're saying that like, oh, well, Iron Man was right. I mean, to a certain extent, you know, he, he was, you know, you, superheroes should be sanctioned, but at the same time too, like you're going to hold Bucky accountable and kill him for something that wasn't his fault. He, he was brainwashed. He was conditioned. He, he was a Manchurian candidate, essentially, like to become this thing. So I saw both sides of that. But like just just seeing that fight, it's such an emotional fight. And Steve, like, wants to win the fight, but at the same time does not want to kill his friend and like just wants Bucky back. And like that was just it's just an incredible, an incredible scene and an incredible movie just overall. Like, I think Winter Soldier might be one of the best of all of the MCU. Yeah. Hands down. Yep. Uh, Steve Steve did deserve hands, though. That that was I'm like Tony Tony deserved Tony 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 deserved to get at least a good couple shots in at some point, and they decided to jump him anyway. Yeah, and there's uh, somebody posted on my uh, on my wall a buddy of mine who he's he's a GGR uh, friend of GGR uh, zombie Ben. He posted. And I'm gonna see if I can find the picture, but it's basically like Bucky and Cap beating up Iron Man. It says. Um, it says two superhuman two superhuman war criminals beat up orphan with heart problems after one kills his parents. <laughs> That's great. Oh man, it's like and just imagine for Tony too. Like it 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 was Bucky, but it wasn't. You know, the Winter Soldier killed his parents, but it, he wasn't in control of his mind. Like he couldn't stop that, and like. Again, it just shows it shows his his overall character arc, uh, Tony Stark in, in general. And like, God, that was a good damn movie. Like all all of the Captain America ones, all three of the Captain America movies were just fantastic. And like, I don't know why people shit on the first one, dude. I love the first one. And like, say what you will about director Joe Johnston, but Joe Johnston knows how to make a patriotic goddamn movie. Because like um, the Rocketeer, Captain America, like if you're not like standing up and saluting at the end of either of those movies, there's something wrong with you. Like that, that's Joe Johnson has that that down to a pat. Um, I may be a criminal, but I'm an American first. Yeah, exactly. Right. That oh, yeah. Line <laughs> from the Rocketeer. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yes. Hundred yeah. percent. Goddamn. Oh, so perfect. Rambo. All right, Rambo. Also, perfect segue, fucking designer of Boba Fett, like Boba Fett's armor. So. He was. I didn't know that. Yeah. Shit. Ah. Joe Johnson was a concept artist on uh, on Star Wars and designed Boba Fett's armor. Uh, the initial design was all, all white, and then they decided to actually add some color, which was a great idea. Yeah. Um, but yeah, hundred percent. Joe Johnston, we salute you. So let's see. Look at this list. How much time we got left? Um, I don't care. Fuck. It's quarantine, baby. <laughs> Do whatever. <laughs> um. <laughs> I'm going to pick something that I don't think anybody else is going to choose. Um, And that is uh, uh, the post credit scene uh, from Dr. Strange when we get with the reveal of what Mordo's new purpose is. Ooh. When Baron Mordo realizes that the ancient one has been using magic for personal gain, it completely fucks him up. It totally breaks his perspective on things. And that is such a great turn to have this heroic character become a villain in that he is 
one, Shiro Telegi 4 is an amazing actor and was my number one choice to play Black Panther for the longest time. I'm perfectly happy with Chadwick Boseman. He, did a, he has a great job, but he will never be Shiro Telegi 4. <laughs> I will always secretly want him to be that character. I'm with um, you on that. <laughs> oh, oh, dude. Um, but when he got cast as Baron Mora, I was like, oh, they're going to do some shit with that character. Because uh, that's not a guy you bring in unless you have like some serious plans. Um, getting that moment where he goes back to see Benjamin Bratt, who's just being a douche at this point, who's just like living his. I mean, like he's living his life and he, he he's 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 not hurting anybody, but he's just being, he's being totally selfish about what he's doing. Um, and you know, you get that delivery of him talking about like you're you're doing all the. I realize what the problem is. The problem is. There's too much magic. Um, there's, there's too many wizards, too many sorcerers, and I need to fix that. And you're like, oh shit! <laughs> like this is you 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 get to see that great. Uh, um, like the first movie I ever saw him in was Serenity, um, and getting to see him go back to that like I'm gonna I, I'm a villain, but I'm 100% justified in my actions. Um, Funny enough, Serenity, where you get him to see, get to see him do the exact opposite. He's he's the bad guy the entire time, and then you get the revelation that what he's been doing isn't just, and so he flips. Um, but yeah, man, and getting to see Baramordo uh, uh, really kind of like come into his own and have his own like mini origin story in the movie um, was, oh, was so fucking cool. I gotta rewatch fucking Doctor Strange. Shit, absolutely, <laughs> just... you do, man. I just realized that I missed a bunch of that. Like, I mean, I, I, I saw it, but I don't remember the impact. So I got to watch Dr. Strange again. Okay. It is very, very much like due to his performance. Like the, the, yeah. the, the storytelling is there. Don't be wrong. Yeah. But that, that dude elevates everything in that movie. Um, like everything, like the, the, that whole cast, like it, it's, it's, yeah. it's really impressively done. Um, the, I almost put, strange confronting uh, Dormammu on, on the list as just this perfect uh, uh, distillation of like, I am an asshole and you will have to deal with me for all eternity unless you give me what I want. And Dormammu yeah. being like, fine, <laughs> fucking go away. <laughs> I, um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah dude. I, awesome. yeah, I, I, I definitely got to rewatch that. Um, MC, you got another one? Isn't it your go? It might yes. be. I don't know. Mike, you're up. Yeah, yeah. You I, haven't you haven't had given one in like two turns. I've just been enjoying listening to you guys, man. Like it's. I'm just. <laughs> hey, don't like, be wrong. I don't, we can talk. I yeah. know you guys can. <laughs> let me let me tell you, like, um, the biggest issue with quarantine right now. I mean, is the reason why we're doing it. But like, God, I miss talking to people. Like, and I'm so glad we have the podcast. So that's like a little, just you know. I appreciate you guys is what I'm saying. Um, I, I, in rewatching all of these movies, man, I'm catching so many more scenes that I really, really enjoyed. And like, we've mentioned a lot of them, but like watching, watching the first Thor, it was a good flick. Right. And like, I didn't understand Ragnarok as much because I hadn't really seen the second one. And like, it had been a while since I had seen the first Thor movie, but like when they took Thor in a different direction, for his character and he became more comedic and less of like, I'm a fish out of water and I don't understand things like, and they took him in that, that, that twist with Ragnarok. And in particular, it's when him and Banner 
are sitting on um, Battle World, and they're just going back and forth. And he's basically just convincing Banner that like Thor just whooped the shit out of Hulk, and like <laughs> like so much so that it became a meme, right? Like, but like that that fucking scene just kills me every time. No, 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 I kicked your ass. No, no, it was yeah. Yeah, like oh. We fought. <laughs> yeah, we fought. Did I win? No, of course not. I won. Uh, of course not. Yeah. You sure? That doesn't sound right. <laughs> <laughs> but like when he when he is on Battle World and they're making him fight and the Hulk shows up and he goes, "Yes, I know him. He's a friend from work." Like, <laughs> just absolute genius. Just absolutely loved that. And like, I want to give this is less of a moment and more of like a. I really ended up not falling in love with, but really appreciating Thor as a character after watching more of his stuff, watching the first one. Um, at some point I'll get to dark world, which I don't know where that's going to be in my rewatch list here, but it'll be some point. Avengers is next for me. Um, but like watching his, his story progression and then watching Endgame or infinity war and Endgame, that scene in infinity war, when he shows up with stormbreaker and just wrecks shit. Just just like fucking yep. everybody up. And I'm like, Thor might do this, you know? Like it's like that your 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 sports team is losing in the bottom of the ninth inning, and all of a sudden you got the bases loaded, and this guy comes up the plate and he swings and he crushes one to the wall, and you're like, Oh my god, we might win this game. When he nails Thanos in the chest with Stormbreaker, I was like, fuck. Wow, okay, cool. Like that scene was just incredible. Now, obviously it fell the fuck apart after that, but like <laughs> even going into Endgame, seeing his progression, seeing him become fat Thor. And yes, he became a joke and like everybody made fun of him. And at one point, um, um, Stark called him Lebowski, but like that is such a realistic, like from somebody who has dealt with PTSD and gained weight because of it. That's realistic as shit. You deal with trauma and sometimes you don't do the typical like tough guy thing and just, you know, turn to the bottle or turn to drugs or like just become like a, a, a shut off asshole. Like he ate and drank his feelings and boy, does that fucking resonate with me. And yeah. like when he gets, when they're going back to get the stones and he gets to see his mom, one last time god that was that was that was as somebody who's lost their mom like that was what i wouldn't give to have one more conversation with her you know and yeah. like people kind of shit on that a little bit and they're like but why would she say eat a salad because that's what your mom would do yeah because it's his fucking mother and she sees that he's fat and that's not healthy exactly. i'm also body positive i'm positive you need to shut the fuck up exactly god basically damn exactly. it <laughs> Exactly. If my, if I mentioned to... there, all their, all everyone's treatment of him when he gained weight was completely on character. Oh yeah. It, 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 it mm -hmm. would have been something completely different if Tony all of a sudden just starts having these really compassionate moments instead of yeah. poking fun at Thor. Hey, like are you doing would. okay? Are you feeling all right? Yeah. They'd be like, who, who is this man on screen? Yeah, exactly. But and just, also, yeah, you, they're getting to look at. The guy who was arguably in the best shape of all of them. Yeah. And who has fallen a notch yeah. and be like, yeah, fuck you, man. <laughs> like, yeah. Do some crunches. How about that? What's that feel like? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I, I as, think as a, it, as a fat man with depression, that that whole se that that whole character is that a character art is awesome. And I yeah. felt seen in a way that I didn't know that I needed to be. Yeah, there's. There's another character. It's not. Well, I guess it counts as MCU, doesn't it? Are we counting the Spider Verse as MCU? Even though it's technically uh, Sony. Uh, uh, 
no, I would it's, say it's Sony no. Verse. Yeah, it's Sony okay. verse. Okay. I will I will give it a quick shout out then because Peter R. Parker's Yeah Park is very similar. And like Peter, I could appreciate Peter, that. Peter, yeah. Is, yeah. is Peter B. Parker, right? Oh Peter B, I'm sorry. Peter B. Yeah. But Peter B. Parker's arc is is very similar and like I, I love that he wears the top half of the Spider-Man suit and has to wear sweatpants for the bottom half. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I feel I feel that one, Peter B. Parker. Like it's, yeah. Like and and he's dealt with some shit too. And like it's, I, I'm I'm glad that we're getting to see more of this realistic instead of just like, oh, I have a beard and I'm mad all the time. Like that's not really how trauma works. But okay, cool. Um. Guys, I mean, I'm sure we have more. Like, let's let's kind of do quick hitters here because, like, I was talking about Thor, I was talking about uh, Endgame, um, and Infinity War, but there there's so many other great scenes that I, I want to make sure we at least hit on. Uh, MC, give me give me another one that we might have missed. Uh oh, um, Black Widow's fight scene from Iron Man Two. Oh, when she's going through oh, the hallway. Yeah. yeah. I, I hadn't seen that scene in, in like a really, really long time, but I, I was watching MCU clips earlier and that came that uh, randomly came on. And I just totally forgot, like that was really badass for it. And I, and I think that was our first like true introduction in the Black Widow. Right. I believe. Yeah. 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 hundred percent. Yeah. And, and it came in the aftermath of that hilarious, uh, the, the hilarious scene where Happy's driving and he's like, she's changing in the back and, he like almost crashes and she's like eyes on the road. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just, that, <laughs> I just, I just watched Iron Man two yesterday. So yeah, like that was, and like just, just seeing him being like that typical like dude who's like, um, bothered by a strong female, like, no, I'm going to drive. Like it was just, it was, yeah. And like, he takes out that one security guard and looks down the hallway and she's taking out like 12. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and dude, Happy fights dirty, man. He bit that dude's ear. Like, that's fucked up. Hey, you fucked up to win, goddammit. Exactly. <laughs> I want to. Uh, yeah, we ain't, we're, on, we're not sparring. I'm trying to beat you. Yeah. <laughs> I have a purpose. Yeah, there's no Queensberry rules here. Um, <laughs> I, in general, I want to give a shout out to Happy Hogan because this dude was involved in two scenes. Um, that I absolutely fucking loved. We've talked about it in little bits and pieces, but like Tony Stark's arc being completed and, and sacrificing himself to save everyone when they're at the funeral and Morgan uh, is talking to happy and, and happy's like, you doing okay? Are you hungry? And she's like, yeah. He's like, what do you want? She's like cheeseburgers. And he's like, your dad really like cheeseburgers. I'll get you all the cheeseburgers in the world. <laughs> like that got yeah. me, man. Like if you don't get a little misty in that scene, but like in um, Far From Home, they're on the Stark jet and Peter's like freaking out and he's like, how am I going <laughs> to defeat Mysterio? And he basically lets him have a Tony Stark moment in the back of the, of the jet. And you can see him smiling because he sees in Peter what Tony saw in Peter, like a protege. And like he's just like he's just getting to work and he's and like you, you see him like this proud dad kind of moment. And like I can't remember the music that was playing, but Peter obviously got it wrong. He's like, "Oh, I love the Rolling Stones," and it was like, AC oh, the Zeppelin." Uh, Wasn't it Zeppelin? Yeah, he he says Zeppelin, but it's it's ACDC playing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And it's not Back in Black. It's Shoot to Thrill, maybe. 
probably because that was the one that was but playing he's, Avengers. Oh, yeah. I love Led Zeppelin. And Abby's just like, fuck, he's like 12. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that's what's great about that, man, is that like you – it's those little moments like, yeah, the action scenes are great, man. The the fight scenes are fantastic. But like those those little emotional pieces that resonate with you because you've been following these characters for 12 years, you know, like it's that's what's awesome about it. But um, at least for me, it is uh, Mr. I, Rambo. I, oh, I'm sorry. MT, go ahead. I was going to say, I, I, I agree with you 110 uh, percent. And um, I know a lot of people like the like they like to call stuff like that filler. Especially when it comes to uh, TV shows and other stuff like that, like I could really go down a rabbit hole. I I won't, but I agree. I like the the care is the character moments in addition. They give the context to the fight scenes that make everything just <clears throat> that much better. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and I I would actually like I was talking about this uh, the other day. Those character scenes, those those individual. The, the, the change, the emotion, I would rather see that because you can get action scenes all day, every day. But like I, I've mentioned this before. Yeah, the lightsaber duels in the prequels for Star Wars were cool, but the best lightsaber duels were the ones from the original trilogy because they were more emotionally impactful. Like Empire Strikes Back was like the best saber duel. You were like, man, this is intense. And then Jedi tops it because it's just as emotional. It's not about all the like fancy spinning of the lightsabers and jumping all over the place. It's about like what the fight means. And it's the same thing with the mm-hmm. MCU. If you don't have those emotional moments. If you don't have Tony going against his mentor, Obadiah Stane, in a suit that he stole from Tony, like it. it that's why it was such a cool fight scene because he was going up against his mentor who turns out to be a total piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> Rambo, man, give us another one of your fine moments off your list. Um, so, uh, when we talked earlier, I, I, I said that I was going through and, and fun moments and maybe kind of just go like, Whoa, in the theater and high up on that list has got to be, Killmonger's last lines in Black Panther. That dude. dude was bringing some fucking heavy realness to MCU <laughs> in a way that we had not seen yet. Um, and and here and even in even like even with his dying breath, being like "fuck you, fuck your imperialist <laughs> bullshit," you think you're better than everybody else, but you're not. You're you're just as bad as those assholes. Um. And be like, bury me in the fucking ocean. <laughs> oh, <laughs> holy shit. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Like, like, I I was trying not to say it because on the off chance that it was on your list, MCU, because I want to be on my list. It was on my list. <laughs> it becomes it becomes a talking it becomes like, a talking point for all of us though. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean it's I mean, it's good. Be... It's good either way. <laughs> um but yeah, man, that his whole character, um, um like th- honestly, like it's a, aside from like some some uh, uh some like visual stuff, uh, and like the 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 very generic, you know, two CG guys fighting uh, fighting each other in a CG environment. Um, my o- only real problems with Black Panther are that the two villains who were incredible characters are both dead now. Um, um mm-hmm. and yeah, lo- fuck, losing Killmonger. Like, I'll go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. You, you... 
I, it, I, it, it's, it's such a, it's such a huge loss for the storytelling. And like, I've heard a couple people say like, ah, oh, well, fucking name work could bring him back or something. I don't know, whatever. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's just, it's so fucking well done. I mean, he can still appear in black Panther too. He'll just be on the, the ancestral plane. If he, if he shows up, uh, that's a fair point. Yeah. It's, it's, it- it's, you wouldn't be getting like the same sort of yeah. uh, uh, character from him, but you could definitely do still do stuff with him. Yeah, that's that's a really good point. Yeah, because I mean, I mean, because uh, just Michael B. Jordan and um, can't think of the director's name right now. Uh, I mean, Ryan like, Coogler. Yeah, I mean the, the the odds of 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 him not being in Black Panther two, I'd say, are pretty low. Even if it is something as small as T'Challa. Uh, you know, seeing him when he needs to go to the ancestral plane for, for, for something. But I do agree with you. Like I, I, I'm, I, I would much rather have him like just be alive in like a Wakandan cell or something like that. than then to just have him, have him be, be dead. Dude, like, for him to grab way, that knife though and stab himself even further and be like, I will not be in chains. I, I'm with right? Rambo. That was like, damn dude. Like, yeah. But you know what too? Killmonger is, is is another character and actually Black Panther in general like that that's another thing that the internet in the in recently is like has has decided, you know what? Let's talk about how not good this movie is. And, uh, <laughs> hey, let's talk about how stupid say, you guys are. Like, yeah, let's talk let's talk about how how you know Killmonger is is, is just like, he's useless villain. Plot was dumb. He should have killed T'Challa. Just all this, all this, not all this nonsense. He thought he killed T'Challa. I love, kind of bullshit I love he should have killed T'Challa as though that were a storytelling option in the fucking story. <laughs> right. It's like when people watch like old movies and they're like, why don't they just use their cell phone? Like, it, it, <laughs> why didn't you just kill him? I was gonna. <laughs> uh, he thought he was dead. Yeah. That's why T'Challa was gone from Wakanda for a significant portion of that film. Jesus Christ. <laughs> pretty sure everyone, like, they literally made him king because everyone <laughs> thought he was fucking dead. Like, fucking, uh, 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 oh, God damn it. Um, Okoye and Nakia have a fucking falling out over it. Because she's like, uh, I serve the throne. You want to go be do some spy shit? Have at it. But I serve the throne. Like I, I, we all have right. that luxury to be able to come and go as we please. Um, yeah. Fuck that movie, so goddamn good. It is. Right. It is so good. It is like, and not only that too. Like, I loved the message of Black Panther. I love that T'Challa is like thrust into this role because his father was assassinated, and like he doesn't know what to fucking do. And, like, he starts finding out who Killmonger is. He's like, whoa, we fucked up. We fucked Mm -hmm. up big time. And, like, he has that moment in the ancestral plane with his dad. And his dad's like, I made, you know, I chose my, you know, my people. I chose my country over my people or something like that. And T'Challa's like, well, you were fucking wrong. Like, like, that's, that's a leader. Like, knowing what's right and standing for it no matter what. And, like, that was, that was bold, man. Like, because it's that's not an easy choice for anybody to, to buck years and decades and eons of tradition. And like, 
show what's right. And then like the ending, man, he's like, oh, yeah, I bought all of these buildings in Oakland because it's going to be the Wakandan Outreach Center. And I was like, fuck, yeah, dude, that's awesome. Like he's going to use Wakanda's power without making it a big thing because, you know, you don't want everybody coming after vibranium. But he's like, we're going to do some good with this. And I thought that was just fucking fantastic. Exactly. I mean, that I agree 110 percent. Like it's it's a it's a phenomenal film and and I think that like there's so many layers to it. That's why it inspired so much conversation after it was released for months. And the fact that that movie was still in theaters when Endgame came. I mean, mm-hmm. when, when Infinity War was released, because of how powerful and impactful and just flat out good um, the movie is, and and the fact that Ryan Coogler and 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 the other writers managed to. I mean, managed to create a story that that touched on so many conversations that we have within the African-American community and also managed to tie all of that in and still make it part of the grander story being told within the MCU. I mean, yeah. like one of the big I mean, uh, Rambo, you mentioned you mentioned the Koye and Nakia. I mean, that right there, the two characters. um representing both uh was it tradition versus uh like change like that that's that's what these that's yeah. what these characters uh represent a, a thing that that in in, in tons of um, uh, black nerd groups are, is always a talking point like do we do we focus in on and try to continue on the traditions or do we do our own thing and forge our own paths while like it, like never in a million years would i have thought that we would get something like that in a Marvel superhero film of all things. Fuck yeah. no, dude. Like yeah. that's I honestly the degree to which that movie like it's I I acknowledge the fact that I will never fully understand it because oh 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 <laughs> I, so I was working at a theater when the movie dropped and I I, I learned I, I I had been feeling this this feeling that I couldn't really nail down um, for for you know for the entire time that the movie was running at the theater, and I I basically Googled just uh, happy feeling joy for the happiness of others, and the term is called compersion, and it's really huh. big in poly communities because for for a poly relationship to work among other things, ideally you're not just okay with it's, it's not just about like, you know, I'm not jealous. It's about, I feel happy that you feel happy. Like nothing is happening for me. Um, but you are like, I love you and you are having so much joy right now that it makes me feel good. And I kept seeing droves of black folks coming into the theater. So fucking hyped for this goddamn movie. And don't be wrong, I love the movie, but it was never going to affect me in the same way. Right. Uh, and, and that's 100% what it was. It was just getting to see all these people like so hyped up to not just see themselves represented, but to see themselves represented in such a positive way and in so many different facets. Like the, 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 there, there are so many different kinds of characters in that movie. Yes. Um, uh, Oh God, yeah, that shit was. It was so. It was. It was such a breath of fresh air. Yeah, and it was. I. I really hope that we get more stuff like that. Um, 
from the MCU, from from comics, from from hey, diversity is good for everybody, and I don't Absolutely. understand why that it has to be said. I don't I don't get why we keep having this fucking argument. I mean, I get why racism, um, <laughs> but it, it's just it's just so tired. Like if you think that you can anyway, this is a whole other conversation. MCU moments. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's it is it's. It shows without getting like all like you know heady about this, but like there's a psychological. Uh, it's called Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? And it talks about like a maturity level and like how like the needs that you have as you grow older and mature change. And some people are still stuck in those very simple, I like this thing, and this is meeting my need, and that's it. And, like, the highest level of, of my, Maslow's hierarchy of needs is getting joy from seeing other people happy. And that's, like, th- that's why Black Panther was so great, because guess what white people have all the time? Movies about entire nations of white people. Like, Braveheart, there you go. You're welcome. Like, it's that's just one example of many. And, like, there's not – they don't have that. And, like, we get – and. It just it's it's frustrating. And like I want to use that as a perfect segue, because one of the best parts of Endgame was when the battle is turning and you're like, oh, shit, maybe Thanos and all of his crew are going to fuck them up. And then all of a sudden that giant ship turns its guns towards the sky and you're like, well, what the fuck are they shooting at? Yeah. And then you realize <laughs> yeah. that, it's, that it's motherfucking Carol Danvers fucking shit up. And I was like, oh, damn, like. Because I saw that first. I didn't see... Well, actually, that came out first, didn't it? Before Captain Marvel? Or wait, Ma- Marvel, Captain Marvel came no, out right Marvel came before Endgame. Okay. Captain Marvel came yeah. out first, like, yeah. almost, in, almost like, 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 I think a couple months before it, uh, before before. it dropped. Yeah. 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 Fuck, Either... it was two months. Holy shit. Well, no, let me... Well, yeah, it was like a month and a half, because Captain Marvel came out, like, the first week of March, and Endgame was the last weekend of April. So, yeah. God damn it, that was a good movie. Like, Endgame was just so awesome. And, like, Captain Marvel was good enough. Like, it wasn't great. It was it was pretty good. I enjoyed it. And, like, it was enough to set up who she was going to be. And I cannot wait to see what they're going to do with her further. Because, like, we, we were talking about this when we did our March Madness um, thing with her. Like, she's so fucking powerful. Who can beat her? Yeah. Like, she's she's a badass, dude. Like, I don't think... I, she's super OP, and like we were discussing it, we we don't think Superman could beat her if you matched him up. And Aunt Rambo, you didn't get to be part of this conversation, and I kind of wish you had, because like it's a bit of a bold statement. I just, yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> I don't know who wins that fight. I don't know. I I also yeah. typically don't go in for the the like who's stronger than who kind of arguments for the most part. Yeah. Um, they're hard to quantify really because at the end of the day but at the end of the day you know who's going to win whoever the writer wants to yep. like it, it, it doesn't it doesn't matter like you know I, I mean I've seen stuff with that, that is actually kind of like it's uber fucking nerdy and kind of entertaining but I've seen stuff like people using like real world reasonable metrics to try and determine actual power levels of things and that can be kind of cool to see um but at the end of the day, like, a little kid could kick my ass if they caught me with, like, the right hit or blinded me or any number of things. Like, it falls to what are the circumstances. Like, for me, I, I, I typically don't get into those conversations unless I can, like, all right, 
Flash and, and, and Superman are going to fight. All right, which Flash, which Superman? Why are they fighting? Um, does Superman have control of his faculties? Like, uh, uh, how long has he been in the sun? Um, all right, so the Flash, which Flash all right, is, it, is it Wally West or Barry Allen? Okay, I don't know, it's Jay Garrick. Okay, Jay Garrick. All right, well, and, and like, there's so many factors to consider. It ends up being like, all right, well, we've, we've spent the last 20 minutes just establishing all of these variables uh, of this person. Okay, wasn't that fun? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. You know who would win? Not, not the readers, because I want to see Carol and, and Clark fight. Uh, they'd go hang out. Yeah, it'd be fun. Yeah. I feel the, like we had that a couple the, times in our tournament, too, where it's yeah. like, there's no reason for these people to fight. Like, they, they would they would probably hang out and grab a beer Basically. before they before they throw hands i i'm dude i'm, I'm with you and like what i want to do here is um we've we've pretty much wrapped up our our uh, mcu recap here guys um i want to thank everybody at ggr uh who was involved in this podcast so that's going to be steve monica that's going to be mr mc brooks that's going to be mr james rambo um but also i want to thank all the listeners out there thank you guys for listening uh hopefully we are providing you some form of entertainment in this time of quarantine um if that's if that at the very least if that's all we do for you then then i feel like um this website and this podcast venture is a success so um that being said uh we're gonna go ahead and wrap up this episode of ggr pirate radio guys you can check us out at greatgeekrefuge.com you can check us out on spotify itunes uh you can check us out on um iHeartRadio. You can check us out on Google Podcasts. We are everywhere that you can get a podcast for the most part. Um, But please uh, subscribe, like, share with your friends. We always appreciate that. And for all of us here at GGR, my name is Mike Lunsford. And guys, don't be a juice bag. Thank you for listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Make sure you check out our website, greatgeekrefuge.com, for all of our awesome articles and wonderful podcasts. 